0: This is London. German bombers are over this country as I speak. The air raid sirens sounded in London early this afternoon. It is now about two o'clock in London. No official announcement has yet been made. The German raiders were seen to cross the southeast coast and disappear inland with Royal Air Force fighters in hot pursuit. Since Friday, German raids on this country have been on a restricted scale. But last night, districts in England and Wales were bombed. There were a few civilian casualties. Two flights of German planes penetrated the air defenses of the southeast coast before dawn this morning, each flight consisting of nine to twelve planes. They dropped nine whistling bombs and then retreated back across the channel when patrolling British fighters spotted them. Those German planes, which are now flying over England, came across the coast at a very high altitude, apparently because the skies overhead lacked sufficient clouds to cover their advance toward their objectives. The press of London plays the acceptance speech of Wendell Wilkie very guardedly this morning and almost without comment. There is no doubt that they are not displeased with Mr. Wilkie's attitude of aid for Britain. But they have found nothing in his speech to cheer in large print. Generally, they have depended on very objective American agency reports of his speech yesterday. This morning, Londoners were surprised to read in their papers that the German radio reported a dark pall of smoke over the British capital. From a high point in the center of London, no such pall of smoke could be seen in any direction. The London area bombed represents only a tiny fraction of this sprawling mass of streets and houses. Nine-tenths of the inhabitants saw no more and heard no more of the air raids on south and east London than you did in America. They had to tune in their radios or go out and buy a paper to discover what had happened. When masses of planes bombed Belgium and northern France, whole towns were deserted and refugees packed the roads. Masses of planes have bombed England, but nothing like that has happened. For one thing, there's no place to flee to where bombers won't come. For another, there's no immediate fear of German tanks following the bombers a few miles back. That's why the countryside and towns of England after heavy bombing bear no resemblance to the scenes in Belgium and in France. In the days following the collapse of France, correspondents were able to go down to the coast of Britain and come back to write stories headed from the front. That's no longer possible. There's only one front now, and that's wherever the bombs happen to fall. For the past two days, there haven't been many bombs. In six days of attacks increasing in volume and in area covered, the German Air Force lost, according to British figures, 492 airplanes and 1,240 men. In the same engagements, that is over Britain, the Royal Air Force reports loss of only 115 aircraft and 69 men. To this figure must be added the loss of 31 British bombers and about 130 men in raids against Germany. British losses on the ground as a result of the bombing of airfields must be included, but these are claimed to be small. It is apparent uh, that the determined German bombing of the British airfields near the coast has two purposes. First, to kill Air Force personnel on the ground. Second, to pot the fields with bomb craters so that the British fighters have difficulty in taking off. They need a long run to get off the ground. If these forward aerodromes can be immobilized, then the British fighters will have to work from inland aerodromes, thus limiting the length of time they can remain in the air. Their high-speed cruising limit is only a little over one hour. If the British fighters have to fly 50 or 100 miles from inland England to meet the German planes over the coast, flying from aerodromes only 25 or 30 miles away in France, the British pilots will soon be worn out from the necessity of repeated landings in order to refuel various explanations are being advanced for yesterday's lull in aerial warfare over this island. The Germans may be reorganizing and reforming their squadrons, perhaps waiting for full reports on the extent of the damage done during last week's raids. Or they may be hoping that a day or two's inactivity will create more apprehension and nervousness in this country by causing people to ponder and speculate on the heavier raids to come. The German reputation for invincibility is at stake, and the effect upon neutral opinion if they were to suspend or greatly reduce their attacks, would be considerable. So we may expect to hear more of German bombers before long. I return you now to CBS in New York.